Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome us, especially this evening, once again to God's presence and to the fellowship of the believers. This, this evening I'm so sure in my heart that the Spirit of God is very present with you, wherever you are right now, hearing my voice. The Bible says, where two or more come together in His name, He is there in the midst. Today, we may not be together physically, but I know we are together in the Spirit. Therefore, the corporate anointing of God is present in that very room, in that very home, in that very location where you are right now. You might want to ask me, Pastor, how do you know that the Spirit of God is there? Well, God's Word said so. This is where two or more come together. This evening is a coming together of several of God's children and forming the assembling of the church. Therefore, uh, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the Spirit of God, the very Holy Spirit of God, is with you in your home right now. The Bible says, And the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. You know, one thing I'm sure of this evening is the liberty of the Spirit. The liberty of the Spirit in that home. The joy of the Spirit in that home. Everything that happened hitherto from the morning till now, the joy of the Lord will swallow it up. The peace of God will envelop it. There shall be peace, joy, and liberty in your home tonight. I'm so glad we have the opportunity once again to come together to share God's word. Thank God this word is not bound. The enemy has meant this for evil, but God has turned it around for his own good and for our own good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, this evening we're going to be, I want us to have enough in more time to study the word and then pray. Well, that's the, the thing that we, we do when we come together. We come together to look out one for another. We come together to study the word together, to sharpen ourselves, uh, and then to pray one for another. Um, before I, I go on this evening, um, I have a few things to say. Like I said earlier, you may be joining us um, for this meeting. We appreciate your being here. We love you. I, I thank you. Um, like I said, uh, this is primarily um, a local assembly, so you indulge me if I if I make mention of a few things that pertains to our local assembly, and then by extension, um, God's word to us all. In any case, God's word is not bound. His word is applicable in all places. Say good, therefore, to the whole world. So wherever the word of God is preached, it has relevance to the whole world. And I believe tonight God's word will reach out to the world and will bring peace, will bring strength and healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I want to title this short exhortation tonight, Don't Allow Your Faith to Shake um, in Times Like This. And if it's already shaky... It's time to establish it and make it firm. Hallelujah. 
God's word is able to birth, is able to strengthen, is able to hold on to the end, that which is committed into the hands of God. You know, Paul, by the Holy Ghost, said in Romans chapter 1, verse 11, to those whose faith are shaking, right now, shaking, based on the things going on, based on the things you've experienced in, in times past, based, based on, on, on how you've judged yourself or valued yourself in God, he said, I wish to come to you also, that I might impart to you some spiritual gift to the end, that ye may be established. That means God's word also brings to birth and also establishes. So this evening there's room for you to be established in Christ and in God by the power of the Holy Spirit. So don't allow your faith to shake um, in times like these. You see, what's happening to the world today is not God. God is not the one that has brought about this plague on the earth. But is God aware of it? Oh, yeah. For nothing can happen on the earth without God knowing. But God is not the author of the plague. I want that to be established in your mind. How do I know that, you say, Pastor? Well, I know that by the word of God. James chapter 1 verse 16 says, My brethren, do not err or do not make a wrong judgment. For every good and perfect gift comes from above. Hallelujah. So whatever comes from above is always good and perfect. So there can't be anything come from God that is evil. So it's not God. From the Father of lights in whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. So if you hear anyone that says God has brought this plague on the earth to teach the world something, tell them no, God doesn't bring plagues. God brings good things. Hallelujah. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, not from the devil, not from beneath, but from above. And we know who is above, hallelujah. We know God is above. Bible says, for God had highly exalted him and, 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 and made him to sit at his own right hand, right hand, far above all principalities where in the heavenly places. So when you hear things above, it means it comes from God. So God is not the one that has brought the plague on the earth, but... God will have his way all through human race. Everything that's happening is happening to, to fulfill the plan of God and return of his son upon the earth the second time. You know, before now you could have just thought that, well, if they say Christ will come and there will be Antichrist, we can't go out to buy food. He did have the mark, cannot eat. You think it's, it's, it's a fluke. No, now with this you know it's not a fluke. Right now, without Antichrist being here, there has been restriction all over the world. That means the word of God will come to pass the same way it's been established. If men can place restrictions on one another right now without the Antichrist being here, then what makes you doubt that every word of God about the end time shall come to pass as it's been said? Hallelujah. So we, 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 we encourage ourselves in God in this season. We stand strong in faith in these times. And then, and then you might ask you, Pastor, why do we have to stay on the word? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's other things that we, that we can stay on or bank on. You know, you know, you know, the Bible says in Job 22 and verse 29, it says, it says, when men are saying there's a casting down, we will say there's a lifting, praise God. Say, for God will deliver the humble from destruction. That's Ross 22, 29. So right now, men are saying there's a casting down. Men are saying the world is failing. Men are saying things. And, and in fact, the whole wave is flooded with negativity. But the Bible says, when you hear some things for us, for you, for the church, we will say we have a lifting. And guess what? 
We cannot say except the word of faith is in our heart. Hallelujah. He says, and this is a word of faith. He said, the word of faith is even near thee, even in thine heart and then in thine mouth. We can't speak the word of faith without the word of faith first and foremost being in our heart. So the word we speak first must be in our hearts. So that's why we have to put God's word in our hearts daily. Proverbs 4.23 says, God, therefore now your heart with all diligence. So that means you must guard your heart. For out of what you guarded, out of what you put in, proceeds, flows. So your liberty, your healing, your freedom actually is in your mouth in this time. So why do we stay on the word? We stay on the word because we will be lifted up by the things that we say. When man says this is a casting down, we will say, there is a lifting. Today I say to you by the Spirit of God, there is a lifting, there is a lifting, and there is a lifting. A lifting oh, unto joy, a lifting unto provision, a lifting unto protection, a lifting unto the fulfillment of the plans of God for our lives. Amen. Praise God. Alright, um, quickly I'm going to make this short um, 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 uh, announcement or um, 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 admonition. Um, before um, I go on to the word today and then we take time to pray. Uh, before I go to the word and um, we're going to be praying today especially for, for first responders globally. Now what I mean, first of all I mean medical personnel around the world who are battling, who are the front line, who have been exposed. I just heard today that in Italy over 51 doctors um, have died of COVID-19. Amen. That should not cause us to fear, but we should pray in faith and trust God for all those who are still working and standing in the front lines. We want to pray for our doctors, we want to pray for our nurses, for our caregivers, for the emergency personnel, laboratory technicians and the ancillary support experts who are actually in the front. We want to pray for everyone around the world today. And I'm happy, I'm excited because when men pray, when believers pray, God answers. Hallelujah. When we pray, He answers. I don't care what the devil is doing. You see, don't focus on what the devil is doing. It's, 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 it's to distract us from the main goal. Hallelujah. And, and when we stay more on the word, on the word and on the Lord, we, we, we can defeat him and, and see God through all what's happening. Amen. We're going to pray for our doctors right now in our midst. We have doctors that we know, Dr. Flaky, Dr. Tenney, Dr. Tiwa, Dr. Um, um, Rolayo, um, um, bro, uh, bro, bro, Dotu, Dr. Wobo, Dr. Um, Dami, Kogzi, and all the doctors we, we, uh, we know from VCF around the world, in America, in UK, um, Dio Yekole. We have people we know, and people you also know who are, who are, who are nurses, who are doctors. We're going to pray for them today, and I want to assure you, when we stand in the place of prayer, God will keep them. We are praying for strength, for stability and wisdom in these times. Amen. First Kings 3. You know, you know why do we pray? First Kings 3 verse 9. Solomon asks of God for wisdom and understanding to be able to lead the people. Hallelujah. He asked for it. And guess what? God answered and gave him wisdom. If God told him, Solomon, because you didn't ask for wealth or for money or for fame or for the lives of your enemies, I will give you wisdom and give you other things. So God answered. So we saw Solomon prayed to God and God answered. And we also see in First Kings chapter number 9, 
Actually, eight from verse three to fifty-four. Solomon had to pray a long, a lengthy prayer about the house of God, and and he made mention to God several things. I, I, I wish he just mentioned a few things, but guess what? Solomon had to make up to twenty-five prayer points in just one full swoop. And guess what? God didn't say, "Oh, the prayers points are too many; the requests are too many." Guess what? In first um, and, and in first Kings chapter nine, if you read chapter nine downwards, Bible says, "And God answered." Chapter 9 verse 3, and God answered Solomon on all his requests. Praise God. So when we pray, God answers. When we pray, God hears. Amen. First, 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 first John 5.14, Bible says, for this is the confidence we have. So the church has the confidence. Amen. When we pray, God hears. Hallelujah. Mark 7. Matthew 7, from verse 7, says, Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the rest of the says, Seek and ye shall find. Say, He that asketh, receiveth. Why am I sharing with you this scripture so you can, you can have the confidence that when we start to pray tonight, God will hear and give wisdom and strength and stability to our first responders globally. Hallelujah. James 5 17, he says, Elijah was a man of like passion like us. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. He said, And he prayed earnestly. Glory to God. He prayed. And Bible says God heard him. God heard him. So if Elijah is like us or was like us, then he prayed, God heard him. Then, then when we also pray, he also will hear us. Say amen to that with me if you agree with that. Say amen with me if you agree with that. When we pray tonight, he will answer and hear us. Amen. Mark, Mark 11, chapter 27 verse. He said, have faith in God. He says, what things whatever you desire when you pray, believe, believe, believe that you have them and it shall be yours. So when we come to the place of prayer, God hears us. So let's get started to pray this evening when the time comes. So let's get ready. I'm excited to pray. I feel like praying right now. Amen. I feel like praying. But we're going to pray today and God will, will strengthen our first responders. Alright. While we're at home in this time, there are four things that we cannot overdo. You know, the things that you say, don't do to excess. Alright. Watch it. Alright. Um, there are four things you can't, you can't really um, do to excess. One, you can't, you can't overpray. So prayer is one of the things you should learn to do and do continually. Two, you can't overpreach. You can't overshare the gospel. Three, you can't overstudy the word of God. And four, you can't overwalk in love. So if you are going to walk in love, keep walking in love. Keep studying the word. Keep preaching and keep praying. If I would say pray without ceasing, hallelujah, it says walk in love continually. Amen. So let's keep praying, let's keep preaching, let's keep studying, and let's keep walking in love. These things we can't overdo them in this season. Amen. Let's pray together as we start the word to the Father. We thank you. We come by faith to you tonight as a church, as a people of God, as a body of Christ, to look at your word together. The entrance of your word, the Bible says, give it light and understanding to the simple. Thank you because the light in your word comes to us today and we are strengthened by it. By it we prevail, by it we conquer. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Somebody say amen. Say louder amen in that house. Hallelujah. Alright, today we're going to be we're going to take our main text from Ephesians chapter six. Let's all open our Bible to Ephesians chapter six. Ephesians chapter 6, I'm opening mine here, and I want to enjoy to open your Bibles. Uh, Miss Bible study and prayer meeting. Ephesians chapter 6, we're going to be looking at it for some time, by the grace of God. Ephesians chapter 6, um, we're going to be reading um, verses 10 to 18. But before we read that, like I said to you earlier, 
Why do we have to study the word at this time? I said to you, when men say there's a casting down for us, we will say there's a lifting. So before we say there's a lifting, there must be a lifting word in our heart. Hallelujah. So how do we put the lifting word in our heart, in our spirits? By studying the word of God. You know, James chapter number 1 and verse 16-25 is an interesting verse. Um, I know you know the scripture, um, James 1, 16-25. He um, says, says from verse 16, he says, Do not err, my, my, my brethren, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. Every good comes from above, amen, Father of lights. And then, and, then, and then he says in 18, he says, Of his own good will have he begotten us by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of the first fruit of the word. Hallelujah. And the next verse talks about the, the church. He says, he says, being slow to, to speak, being slow to anger, and be slow to wrath. He says, for the wrath of man walketh not God's own righteousness. So we are meant to be slow to wrath. Amen. Alright, but now it goes further and grace one this afternoon to talk about, about putting away every superfluity of naughtiness and receiving with meekness the ungodly word of truth which is able to save the soul. It says, Be ye doers of the word and, and not hearers only. I love that God's word is sweet, is 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 pleasant. Be ye doers of the word and not hearers alone. Say, for if a man be a hearer of the word and be doer, he says he deceives himself. All right, all right. But he says, if you hear the word and do it, he says you are like a man who looks at himself in a mirror. All right, and it, it means when you look at the word, you are looking at yourself in a mirror. Hallelujah. So if you want to know who you are or who God says you truly are, just look in the pages of the Holy Writ. Praise God. So why are we studying so we can really see who we are? So we don't take a cue from the world or from our neighbor or from the news or from of Al Jazeera or Channel TV and determine who we are. No. Who we are is what the Word says we are. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, don't forget what kind of person you've seen. Praise God. If God's word says you are the yield of God, don't go and say, no, I'm not yield of God. Because if you do that, it means you are forgetting what kind of person you are. Hallelujah. If he says you are blessed of God, if he says you are God's masterpiece, if he says you are God's apple, you are up of God's eye, don't go back and say the negative. Whatever God's word says you are, that is who you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. And listen, I want to let you know, God is speaking about you favorably. God is speaking about you kindly. God's hand is mighty over you. His eyes, the Bible says in verse number 3 and verse 12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Praise God. That's what God says. So His eyes are over you right now. So don't be afraid of your loved one. Don't be afraid of your children. Don't be afraid for your husband. For the eyes of the Lord they are over the righteous. And his ears are attentive even to their prayers. Praise God. Hallelujah. And 13 says, He says, Who is it that will harm you? Now I love that. That scripture. Praise God. You see, this is who I've seen. This my, the God's word is my mirror. It, 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 and when I see what it says about me, I don't go back doubting it. I just believe it. Amen. 
all we need to do right now, our work now, is just to believe, praise God, and guard ourselves and take in and as energy and, and take in into our spirit God's word. He says, And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? Listen, nothing can harm you, praise God. No disease, no plague can harm you. Why? Not because you are strong, not because you are Yoruba or you are American or you are you are you are, you are, you are Greek or, or you are Canadian or you are Australian or you are wherever you are in the world. No, it's because of the life of Christ in you, because you are following that which is good. Hallelujah. Bible calls Christ our good shepherd. So who is it that will harm you if you be a follower of the good shepherd? Praise God. And you see, the good shepherd has laid his life already for you. So the things that will kill the world, the things that's meant to destroy you on the earth, Christ has taken them up already. So it's no more your portion. It's no more your place. I'm saying this that to assure you, so you know your stance and take your stance by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Christ, our Passover lamb, is been sacrificed for us already. Therefore, you are not supposed to take and bear again the burdens, the, the, the things that Christ has made us free from. Hallelujah. Praise God. Who is he? What disease is it? What man is it that will harm you? If you be followers of them, that be good. So why do we stay on the word? Because the word is our mirror. The word tells us who we are. The word is the express image of God's person. The word is that which makes us to see and know and believe and Child of God, whatever God's word says you are, you are. Doesn't matter how you feel about it. It has nothing to do with your feelings. Whatever God's word says you are, you are. And I want to say it says you are blessed. It says you are prosperous. It says you are you are healed. Tom John 2, he said, I wish I was, that that may prosper and be in hell. Praise God. So I don't care what happens. Listen, you forever be in hell. Hallelujah. Glory to God because His Word says so. So when you look at that from the Holy Bible, don't go about forgetting what you have seen yourself. Don't forget what you've seen yourself to be. But keep confessing it. You believe it, you confess it, and you give thanks for it. And as you do those three things, it shows and stands for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Let's take it a step further this evening and let's read our text. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so happy this evening. Now, now, you see, sometimes I wonder why people don't just believe the word and believe God. You see, um, if I call my wife right now, maybe I promise her something. And sometimes I do that because I just feel like pulling her legs, and I'll tell her that, oh, I'll buy you an aeroplane, I'll buy you a car next, next week, and she will laugh, say, you've come again with your, with your, with your, with your, with your sweet words, hallelujah, I love sweet words, but you see, when God speaks a word to you, you don't ask God, is he one of those your pranks, hallelujah, sometimes we feel God's word as a prank, because we see too good to be true, no, God's word is not a prank. God's word is not, is not joking. God means everything he says. Wow. Glory to God. In fact, he has said all things. He meant everything he has said to you. Hallelujah. He said, forever, O oh God, your word is said. Listen, when he said to you, it means it has the capacity to shoot the bill and meet everything he has promised. God isn't joking by his word. Let God be true. Romans 3 and verse 4. And let all men be liars. Hallelujah. Listen, I don't care how the pestilence go. I don't care how long it takes. I have been young and now I'm old. I have been young now I'm old. 
Behold, the psalmist said, I have never, I have never, you made the first righteous one to be forsaken, you made the last to be forsaken. There's no one righteous in God, no one that puts his hope in God, that God will live stranded. God leaves no man behind. God leaves no child behind. He holds on. The Bible says, underneath an everlasting hand. Hey, God's hand is forever. His hands are wide. He's our provider. He's our healer. He's our blesser. He's our standby. He's our high priest. Glory be to God. He said, I am young and now I am old. I have never. We will never see the righteous forsaken noise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter how long this lockdown takes, we will keep saying there's a lifting. There's a, in that home, there's a lifting. And the there's a healing. There's healing. There's healing. In the name of Jesus. You know, this morning I was watching the TV, the show in CNN, one pastor who, who was connected to COVID-19. You know, somehow those things make you afraid. I don't care who and who is falling down, but God's word can't be broken. His word can't fall to the ground. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one word, not one title of the word shall go unfulfilled. If no one shall go unfulfilled, it means your healing shall not go unfulfilled. That means your healing is fulfilled forever. Your protection, your protection, your help, your help, your help, my help, my help. Is in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Therefore, I will leave my actually heels for my help. My help from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Thank God. My help is not from the government. Thank God. My help is not from men. Thank God. My help is from God, Yahweh Himself. So this is I say my help is from the Lord. So my help is not from man. Therefore I can rejoice because he who has promised is also faithful and he is able to do it. Hallelujah. I will not be afraid. I will not be perplexed. I will stand strong in God because my God is everlasting God. He is the same yesterday and He is the same today and forever. He was in the beginning and so He is now and forever He shall be. Glory to God. God who delivered us from such greatness. Who right now also is delivered. Glory to God. Who we also hear deliver. So listen to God, you need to take strength and each month right now. For in the next future, something else might happen. If God delivered in the past, right now He's delivering. Even us in the future, He's also there. He has gone ahead of us to make everybody straight. Glory to God. These are the finest hours of the church when we can stand in faith and declare God's glory upon the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God's word is not a prank. It's not. It's real. Hallelujah. God's word is real. So me, God's word is real. I take in the real word of God. I take in the powerful word of God. I take in the graceful word of God. By that word of God, I will navigate through this season. By that word of God, my health will stand in this season. By that word of God, my family shall be entered this season. By that word of God, my job shall be entered this season. By that word of God, my loved ones shall be entered this season. Glory. You can give God thanks right now. You can give Him praise. Give Him praise for all things that are entered by the word of God. By the word of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6. Try everybody, let's go. Hallelujah. This evening, let's look at the scripture. Ephesians 6. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From verse 10, the Bible says, Finally, my brethren, let's read from verse 10 to verse 18 together. You know, it's good to read the word of God together. 
in times like these and in all times up to us. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand. Verse 14, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the helmet, the shield of faith, wherewith you were able to quench all the fury darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which also is the word of God. But it's in the last verse, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching therein unto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 6, we just read. You see, this is what the Holy Ghost revealed to the Apostle Paul, um, and, and, and by inspiration he wrote. He wrote this scripture. Now, if you look at it, um, the first word there says, finally. That would suggest to any discerning mind and heart that he has spoken a few things earlier on. Hallelujah. So this is the final thought. And in particular, he was writing to a particular church in Ephesus. Um, we will get there shortly from now. But, but a few points to note here that I will get to you. And let me let you know, this scripture is only written for him, but also written to us. Praise God. Because we are in such a time that the church also then works and then, and then we can leverage on God's work and be able to navigate through the season in which we are in. Don't forget, I said the theme of this evening's meeting is don't allow your faith to shake and if it's already shaky, then you can establish it also in God in times like this. So, he said, finally, my brethren, be strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Be strong. And when I look at that word, be strong, it means increase in strength. Be strong in the Lord. Isn't it interesting and, 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 and of, of, of great joy for you to know that you can be strong in the Lord? Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. The devil has lost the battle. You can be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. When you are strong in the Lord, it has nothing to do with you. It has all things to do with the Lord. With the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, one thing I want to know is that the devil knows the Lord. In fact, they know the Lord and they tremble. Praise God. So, so if the Bible says, be strong in the Lord, it means the church is not left helpless. We are not left helpless. There is strength for us. There is power available. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to show you more of this. And I'm, I'm so happy today that once the church can know this, you know, the dynamics of the, of the, of the, of the, of the season will change. Glory to God. You see, we are still of a show of power, of a show of force. You see, the devil is doing all he can do in this season, 
Because he's, he's, he's walking in his domain. Hallelujah. You know, Christ prays. He says, Father, keep them for yourself. I'm not praying that you should take them out of the world. Who is he referring to? You and I. So, Jesus didn't want us to go out of the world. But God, he says, God, keep them in the world and preserve them from evil. Listen. By, the, by God's own mandate, no evil has the permission to come near you. John 17, Jesus actually prayed it. He says, Father, I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but in the same world in which they are in, keep them from all evil. Praise God. Listen, it is not even your prayer in that sense that keeps you from evil. It's the prayer of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you even know that your being born again actually is a function of the prayer of Jesus? John 17. He says, Lord, as they shall preach the word, as many as shall be saved, even by the word. No wonder he says in Mark 16, he says, Go to the whole world, therefore, and preach. He empowered them. Listen, our being born again actually is a function of the prayer of Jesus. Of his own free will, he begged us. So the battle right now, yeah, yeah, he said, Don't deal, brother, God. He says, Be strong. Listen, God didn't call us to be strong in ourselves. Now, I'm going to show you. A few things by, by examining the church in Acts. When this church was actually birthed. So you know, you, you know who these words were written to. And the context. And how they got saved. And how they grew in faith. And a few things that happened to them. You see, the guys in, in Ephesians church. The believers that actually got saved. And then God filled with the Holy Ghost. So there were Holy Ghost tongue talking, prophesying church. You can see in Acts 19, you will see there will be, but something will get there. But you see that you are filled with the Holy Ghost and tongue talking and no scriptures. Sometimes it's not all that there is. You need to be able to put those things to practice. Lord of God. Be strong in the Lord. Today I challenge you, be strong in the Lord. You're not called to be strong in yourself. Hallelujah. Use the name of the Lord. Stand on the promises of the Lord. Stand on the word of God. That's how we get strong in Him. We are not frightened by the things that we hear and see. But we stand firm and be strong in the Lord. Now see what it says in, 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 in the next verse. I, I, I just like this. Hallelujah. I just like this. You know what I'm saying this to you? So you can be empowered and see God's own version of the news going on. Listen, everything you hear outside, they are bad news. Uh, they are bad news. But everything you see in the world, they are good news. Because they are written for your favor. They are written for your glory. Now let me pause here for a while and say this to you. Amen. 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 Listen. Everything you see today on earth is a distraction. The devil wants to distract us from the main stuff. When it makes us see things that makes us fear, our heart will fear. And God says, the things that I fear most are suffering. Listen, he can't get evil to befall you or he gets you to be afraid of the evil. Because it's only what you fear that can happen to you. Hallelujah. So right now, what are we doing? We are building faith in ourselves so that we can disappear and put fear far from us. Why? Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. Listen, fear is the spirit. Hallelujah. And fear, like sin, is harsh coming. It can torment man night and day. You know, these days, once you have slight coughs, like you used to have before, you are afraid. You start saying, hey, it's a taboo. 
Or your child does something and then you call his coffee, you say, Please don't cough again. Don't call coffee twice. Alright? Tell him coffee before. Why? Because fear is due to why? Because of the things we've been hearing over time. Sometimes when we don't go spend and buy something, you are afraid. Will I get a job back after these things are, are gone? Because I'm hearing in America, they've lost people three to four million jobs already. And so so if, if America can lose jobs, then who will, what is Nigeria? What is Africa? What is Ethiopia? No, 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 no. All those things build and build fear. And that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to get us off the world. But it's our duty to fix ourselves. Like a flame, I've set my face in. Set your face like a flame. At the end of this whole situation, we shall come out stronger. We shall come out better. Come out better in the world. Come out better in this world. Why? Because God's word is staying and abiding in our hearts. Because we are tempted to God's word, we keep that in our hearts. They are becoming life to us and hell to our flesh. So what he is doing is dealing with the struggles. Hallelujah. But the church is never under his dominion. So he said, I am not under the dominion of the devil. Therefore, I am not under any of his influence. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Colossians 1, 12. Hallelujah. I just love our scripture. Colossians 1. Hallelujah. And you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, about Christ. Christ having redeemed and bought us by himself by his blood and, and he has moved us from that decision. It's not about to he has already. Amen. Tell the wife, tell the child, tell the one of you, tell the Christ. It's not about to Christ has already moved us out of darkness and his influences right now. We are in the last hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. You can have been church on that word right now. Right now, we are in the light. First John 1 5. Now, this is the true heart of Him. That God, that God, God, God is light. And in Him, there is no darkness at all. Darkness is not in God. Darkness is not in Him. Hallelujah. We have been moved. So, rest your heart. It will come like you. He's been stripped of his power to get near you. This is the good news. And guess what? He's solving all these things to distract. Therefore, don't be distracted. You know what it is? I was just driving a few days ago, and I saw someone driving in the car. The car is half air conditioner. He, he, he's wearing a, a, a nose mask, a hand glove, almost wearing a, um, a, a suit. You know, you know, care so much in town. Hallelujah. And see, even to wear hands gloves, even to wear it, and wear masks. Sometimes those that are more dangerous than when you use them, they don't use them. So if you don't use them, use them wisely and use them by instruction. Amen. So don't be afraid. Hallelujah. You see, in Exodus, when the bush was burning, the bush wasn't burning for the purpose of the bush. It was burning to get the attention of Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. It was not about the bush, per se. It's about Moses. Listen, the things happening today, it's not about the issue per se, it's about getting the, getting the watchmen to lose their guard and feel vulnerable. Listen today, you are the watchman of the earth. We are the watchmen of the earth. We can't lose our guard. The more he brings his own us, the more we look unto God, the more we stand in the guard, the more we stand in the place of prayer. Because we are the light and the soul, the earth will be preserved. It shall be preserved unto the fullness of time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Balantor Bilak. Come and cause the people. Say, I can't cause those who are going to bless. Listen, you know what I'm going to do? He said, cause them to begin to sin. Hallelujah. You see, until they look away from God, if you don't have the child of God, until you look away, nothing can happen to you. So to that, I don't know this song. He says, look and leave. My God, once you keep looking on Him, then you will leave Amen. Don't let God's word leave your days. Put the word in your heart. Speak the word from your heart. It shall produce the word of God for you. You know, before I just end this talk, you know, later I was just studying, and it came to my heart that the devil actually operates in trial thoughts. He's trying, he's trying the church on the judgment that they've been already. You know, a different kind of courts. Um, there are trial courts. We have the court with the magistrate court, the tribunal, state high court, court of appeal. Amen. And the Supreme Court. Listen, he is trying to appeal a case that, is, that has been, has been, has been, has been delivered by the Supreme Court of, of, of Heaven. No one can appeal a case that God has judged. He has judged you righteous. He has judged you healed. Uh, he has judged you blessed. It's not, it's not about how you feel, it's about you knowing it. Praise God. That's what you, you, you cannot until you keep seeing the word. So when you hear it now and see, don't go about thinking the negative. No, you've been judged righteously. You've been, you see, from the seat of heaven, what, how do we know? He says, for you are setting as own right hand, far above. Far, so, so at that point in the highest point, that the supreme cause of the universe, God, the judge of all, has judged you and declared you righteous. He has declared you healed. He has declared you blessed. Listen, no demon, no, from hell, all of them combined cannot be fast. That is God has made. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Therefore, I rejoice because I know my healing is from the highest source of the universe. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So, tonight, I want you to know that. And don't be afraid of the things that you hear people say in these times. This is the time for you to rise as a church, Amen. as a believer, Hallelujah. and know your rights. It's no demon. Listen, no demon can own your place. Praise God. They can't find where you are. Hallelujah. Because your life is here, the and Christ in God. Amen. For them to get at you, then you must get at Jesus. That is the truth of the word. This is who we are. This is a mirror of God. Don't go believing something else than this. Because if you do, you can be blessed and prosper in your way. For he that holdeth and collect in the world of liberty. And continues he did not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer. How do you do it? By confessing, by believing and giving thanks. He said, this man shall be blessed. So when you believe, you see, your believing happening right now is your covering. Because these things are spiritual. Amen. They are physical. Say, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not natural. You must know that. Amen. As a believer, we come in that realm of the Spirit. For he that is born of the water and the Spirit, you are born of the Holy Ghost. You are watching your breath is spiritual. So our existing point is spiritual. So how do we walk in that realm? We walk when we believe, when we speak, and when we think and confess those things that God says. So, so it's a spiritual point that we must come to acknowledge. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm setting forces even to, to build our faith. To, to establish us and make us to see 
that just gets you already in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You need to lift your hands right now and give God thanks. That thank you, Lord, because I'm seeing this. You know, one day Jesus prayed, thank you, Father God, for you are giving me things from the most noble and are revealing unto babes. Amen. See, when God reveals his word to you, he comes to you. You can just go to give him thanks. And if you thanks, you lift hands to God. You can lift the hands and lift your hands to God. Say, God, thank you for this revelation of your word. Thank you because I know who I am in Christ. Thank you because I'm a child of God. I'm the Spirit of God. The Spirit of life and life dwells in me. And that's my victory. So say amen. So say amen. Hallelujah. Now let's go to our text briefly again this morning. This evening rather. Before we, we pray. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, praise God. Alright, let us go a little more. And then we're going to pray. Now, 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 he says, he says, he says, put on the whole armor of God. Hallelujah. Isn't it interesting? If you say, go and walk up the armors. Go and start preparing and start, and start manufacturing armors. Amen. You see, in this, in this warfare, God is the one that fought the battle and prepared the armor for us. Hallelujah. We are the one going to start working and preparing. I love that. You see, in 1 Kings 17, when we read the book of 1 Samuel 17, when we read about David and Goliath. You know, you know, you know, when, when, when David met Goliath, oh, he was so, he was so big, bigger than him, oh, so many times. And then, and then, and then Saul spoke to the little lad of 17, said, hey, go and test my armor, hallelujah. Amen, test my armor, hallelujah. And then God wore the armor of Saul, but he couldn't walk with it, hallelujah. He said, no, I have not proven it. Listen, the armor of man is not proven, but I was shown the armors of God are proven. Yea, the devil himself knows it, amen, because they are designed and they are fashioned by God. God's armor are proven from age to age, they are the same. It Joy and great time, hallelujah. His armors are broken. He says, My word not like fire, hallelujah. It has born in Tyspas, it born in the desert, it was born in this time also. Now, is it not like hammer that breaks in physical rocks? Listen, the armors of God are already troubled. It's for you to stand by you, hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, that's actually the answer to the word for the actual life with you and I. When we rise up in the place of prayer and the world and declare things that we want to see and they shall come to pass. Put on the old armor of God. Listen, child of God, it is a God of application. You already did this, put it down. Just carry it and wait. Put on the old armor of God. I, it's amazing how he said the old armor. It is a song. That is, God is so, is so magnanimous to give us everything. That's all everything. Everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everything. Everything. You know, the way to fight a war, sometimes you need all kinds of instruments, all kinds of ammunition and arms, and, 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 Sometimes you, you need jet bombers, sometimes you need grenade ammunition, sometimes you need rifle, sometimes you need pistol. You know, you know, you know, if you watch, if you watch, I think I've watched movies some time ago, and I think it's Rambo or, or Alexander. You know, if you see him very, having everything in his body, and I'm holding a very big rifle. Listen, God has qualified us to carry all his armor. Wow. That means, that means we are qualified to stand as God upon the earth and declare what we want to see happen. Tell of God, you are stronger than the king. You are powerful than the king. Not in 
yourself go, but in Christ Jesus. For as many as have been baptized into Christ, we are put on Christ right now. When the devil sees us, listen, he seems to see you, but now he sees Christ. Let's go to chapter 3 and verse 7. As many of us have been baptized into Christ, we have put on Christ. That means he comes up today. Devil cannot even see you. When he looks at you, he sees Christ round about you. Therefore, he said, put on the whole armor of God. It means we don't put off. You might not understand. The reason that the other that person is lost, they don't put off. And that was why when David is to bring down Goliath, the Bible says that Goliath was covered from head to toe. The only exposure he had was his forehead. Listen, you need to learn to put on the whole armor. So we say whole armor. Whole armor. Say whole armor. Say whole armor. Say whole armor. Say thank God. I have access to the whole armor, and by faith and obedience in Christ, I will pick up all the armors and put them on and wage a good warfare by faith through the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye might be able to stand against the God. I love that. Listen, is putting the power of God. To what? See, the what means strength. That means the devil has no power actually. All he has is words. It tricks us to feel, makes you feel you are not evil. Check the Bible. I can say so. It is going to stand against the power of the enemy. In the scripture, it is the words. Even when he says the power, he puts the power of God above his. Hallelujah. Amen. For a creature can never be greater than its creator. Amen. Put on the whole, and that is the church, and in myself and yourself, we have right now the access to the armories of God. We have access to the armories of God. We have access, not some access, we have full access. Full access, amen. Full access to the very armory of God. This aspect wants to enter the armory of God and be fully kitted and be fully armed down my face and descend and put to naught all the wiles of the devil. It says, Lo, I set and fall like lightning from heaven, and I give unto you power and authority and exusiasm and crackles and discourse and might and power and dream and might. Hallelujah. So bring to naught all the powers of the enemy. Hallelujah. And nothing shall thy enemies nothing. Nothing and nothing. Hallelujah. Up to you. Isn't it interesting? Uh-huh. This is good news for us, child of God. So therefore, we are not afraid. We are not dismayed. We are not in fear. And we are not perplexed. So, the question now will be, how do I put on the armor and what are the armors of God? By the grace of God, we will take this up. But this gift I will let you know. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your relations that there's a power at work in us. There's a power of God at work in us. Oh, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Say, thank you, Lord God, who always, amen, ah, yeah, 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 who, who always, who sing, listen, listen, listen. Now, thanks be unto God. Listen, God is the chief commander of, 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 of the armies of Israel. God Himself is going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glory to God. Listen, in that workplace, He's gone ahead of you. Listen, you can't stand him, but He is. He is he, he, he's standing, and we are standing for you. He said, He said, He said, He said, He said, 
will of God now, who always comes up to triumph. In Christ. In Christ. This triumph is in Christ and by Christ and from Christ. Amen. And through us and through us diffuses the fragrance. Do you know right now? If this season goes by, will not be showing forth the power of God. Oh, you just, you just, you just wasted a golden opportunity. Because it's through us. <coughs> he diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge. That means at this time, you are looking for how to diffuse it. You are looking for how to pray and how to preach and how to, and how to use the power of God given to you in this house. And bring so. And how am I doing it and praying? And walking in faith. Calling folks. And calling them. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, Amen. Hallelujah. It's up. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, so. We're going to be. We're going to start to, to wind down today. And then trusting God for tomorrow. To continue. What I'm going to say to you is right. That we carry the power of God. We can be strong in Him. And the armory of heaven is open to us already. Hebrews 4 verse 12. It says, it says, it says let's come boldly therefore to the throne of grace. So the armory is open. We need to go in boldly. But now, what are these armors and how are we going to use them? That's what we're discussing tomorrow morning by the grace of God. Lift your hand everybody and give your thanks. Give thanks. You don't give your thanks. Thank him, thank him, hallelujah, for this, for this word. For this session, for this season, thank him for 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 reassuring you, amen. Hallelujah. You know, this word I just made up into more stealer or in that sense, coming my word that we wear, amen. It says be still and know. You know, you know, when you know who God is, it makes you to be at peace, amen. Hallelujah. It makes us come to point where we are confident and, and our hearts are quiet. Hallelujah. It says be still and know that I am God. You know. Somehow, I, I'm just confident. I've just been still in God. Even times, because, because the God's confidence and faith comes in my spirit at this moment. And I know I can move and do the things that God has called us to do as a church, as, as a brother of Christ around the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's take a moment to pray this evening. We're praying hard. Let's not